This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without telling me your name or what you do for a living or the fact that you're a student, who are you and what do you think you're doing here in this earth, on, in this life? I think what I'm doing here on this life is what I feel like I can freely choose to do. Which is what? Basically anything I feel like. Previously in Greater Boston. Where are you going? Gonna try to meet up with someone. A friend. I don't know yet. Maybe. That's the thing. I don't think I'm ready to come home yet. I was on my own. Finally. Yeah, it's election day. I'll track down our old HR person, Tyrell. He turned up the volume on the episode of Star Trek he was watching. There was a convention coming up he wished he could go to. I can leave clues for Louisa. This week in Greater Boston, Episode 31, Election Day, Part 2. Dipshit Paletti needed a place to stay. He wanted to distance himself from his family, and he didn't need anything fancy, just a warm place to sleep, with enough utilities to plan his attempts to track down the people threatening to sell the commune's land. And he knew just the place. Third Sight Media. But in the process of making his transfer, he ran into someone familiar. Hey! Hey, uh, uh, Dip. Hey, I've been looking all over for you. Isaiah, it's so good to see you free and clear. I wanted to thank you. Please, there's no need. If anything, you should be condemning me for my part in getting you incarcerated in the first place. Yeah, I guess so, except I don't think you had anything to do with that. What do you mean? When I was released, they told me it was because they got evidence on some guy who actually did the things they thought I did. Dude left more fingerprints than tourists on John Harvard's toe. I am unfamiliar with this infamous toe. It doesn't matter. The point is, I'm guessing this fingerprinter wasn't you. Otherwise, you'd still be in jail. The red line sense of justice is fucked up. But even I don't think it's that fucked up. It's true. I wasn't directly responsible for you being framed. But I did have a role to play, and I played it. So I deserve none of your thanks. Yes, you do. If not for that, then... Then for the letter you sent me in jail... You took a risk sliding that through the bars. 
If the guards saw that, who knows what they would have done. And honestly, that little note kept me going. I had really mixed feelings about being in that cell. In some ways, I still do. But what you wrote to me about your commune, your family, its structure, the way it's run, it really suggested something to me that, well, I'd really like to learn more about. You want to join the commune? Oh, well, I'm not sure I'm ready to commit to that yet, exactly. But your sense of shared responsibility and governess? Look, I'll be real with you. I love my aunt, and I want her to win. But even if she does, I'm not sure anything serious is going to change. Because this whole system extends beyond leadership. And the direction it extends to is right down into the dirt. To harvest and grow new life, you mean? Are you a brother vegan? I just meant, like corruption, you know? Well then, I regret to inform you that I won't be returning to the commune anytime soon. Why not? While incarcerated, I was threatened by a rather ominous entity. A ghost? In the spiritual sense, perhaps, but no. He was very much corporeal and living. He planned to set in motion a string of events that would sell the land my family lives on right out from under them. I sense my former employer, the publisher of Third Sight Media, may be involved with this. Just like they were involved with me getting arrested. Correct. But I have no proof, nor do I know anything about my former employer aside from his name. And so I plan to gather evidence and learn what I can. I'm heading to my former place of employment to see what I can find, and sleep there if need be, until I learn enough to send me on a direction that will keep my family safe from harm. You're going to sleep at your job? My former place of employment, yes. If I can find a way inside. I mean, you can crash at my place if you want, but sure. Let's go to Third Sight first to see what we can find. You... you want to join me? Yeah. I want to find out who really put me in jail just as much as you do. What's his name, by the way? West. Oliver West. Third Sight should have been empty. Or so Dipshit thought. He knew of a few secret ways to get inside the building. Or so he thought. Once inside, they might even find clues pointing toward Oliver West. Or so Dipshit thought. They tried all the locks, one by one, and even the service entrance Dipshit had a special key for. All were locked. What is that? But when they arrived at the third site parking lot, Dipshit and Isaiah made a shocking discovery. Gemma's crystal ball, rolling around freely in the wind. He bent down to pick it up, when... Whoa! Okay, now what is that? The publisher. This is how he would communicate with me. It's why I know next to nothing about him. He's still inside? It would make for a brilliant hiding spot. Commit crimes, shutter the offices, and hide in plain sight. Weasley scoundrel. Don't Don't touch touch that ball. Oh, you think I'm going to listen to you after all this? Well, you have another thing coming, sir. Maybe you should think about... with that, Dipshit bent over and... Oh, misery me! You okay? 
you... you kind of went blank for a second there. Blank? Yeah, your face just kind of fell off. You know, not literally, but... This is not a publisher. This is not this a publisher. Is a friend. This Bring is a friend. Bring the ball to Gemma. Bring the ball but to Gemma, don't but don't touch it. touch it. A friend? A likely story. What kind of friend would have me touch that god-awful contraption? I mean, he kinda did warn you not to touch it. Who's Gemma? The human antithesis of sustainability. Wow. Also an old co-worker and supervisor. And, well, she's the woman who released us. Oh, that Gemma. The mayor's wife. What does she want with this ball? If it's the ball I think it is, it belongs to her. But I saw something just now. Something... something important in those unpleasant flashes transporting throughout my frazzled faculty. The man who visited me in jail, he was meeting with two other men who looked just like him. And a fourth man. And I can't explain it, but a deep, insistent voice in my head tells me that man is Oliver West. Do you know where they are? I do. They're hiding. In Wonderland. Then that's where we need to go. Take, Take the ball, the ball to, to Gemma. Gemma. This two-person seems pretty adamant about that. Indeed. Which is making me very suspicious. Still, I promised Gemma I would deliver any news of her ball to her post-haste not too long ago. A proposition... Why don't you deliver the ball to her, and I'll poke around Wonderland to see what I could find? Uh, your situation may be different than mine, but the only reason I got out of jail is because they found the real person who did this. And the woman who first booked me at processing? Gemma Linzer Coolidge? So fuck any favors you may owe her. She's been without her ball this long, she can wait. I'd rather stick together. I want to find this prick and get some answers. Besides, you may need my help. Very well. As long as we promise to deliver the ball to Gemma immediately after our excursion to Wonderland. There's only one thing troubling me. What's that? If West is at Wonderland, who is sending all those tubes? Michael, you dipshit. It's Michael. Michael. What is that? Right before I noticed dipshit and some kids standing outside on one of the video monitors... Oliver's old-fashioned computer makes a weird pinging noise. Almost like, uh, a submarine. I'd set it up to notify me about any activity concerning his funds. I wanted to make sure if someone cut off the payments I was making to Third Sight employees, I would at least know about it. Maybe try to send some warning through the tubes. So, I check out the pings and see two recent purchases. A ticket to an upcoming Star Trek convention. A payment sent to We Sing Entertainment. We, as in, we. The purchasing account isn't one I've seen before, but when I click the account, I can track other purchases used by it in the past. There was one other transaction from We Sing Entertainment, dated April 13th from last year, just about a week before the Red Line Tea Party attack. The Tea Party attack. We Sing Entertainment. I wonder if, uh... I wonder if Louisa ever received my calendar update. Hmm. Her first date with Phil. How the balloons with the tea leaves exploded? The singing telegram man wasn't central to the tea party plot. 
That was something specific just for Louisa. An attempt to get her to trust Phil, given that her and Phil both, quote, unquote, suffered the same attack. Well, no quotes for her. Quotes for him? Well, you know what I mean. So it's logical that Phil hired the singing telegram man anonymously and told him what to sing, only to pretend like he was being attacked right along with Louisa. So it's only logical that Phil was hiring the singing telegram man again. But for what? And what's with the Star Trek convention? Is Phil going to that? Is he planning another attack there? Oh, I need to tip Louisa off, but I don't have a way to contact her. And beyond that, I'm not ready to let her know where I am yet. Eh. It's a moot point anyway, given that there's no method of communicating. But my experience with the crystal ball makes me feel like I need more time to myself. Yeah, to open my inner eye, to, to take the eye out of I Ching, to take Leon's numbers and... Well, and put them in a different kind of order. But before anything, I need to warn Dipshit. What is that? He's standing over the ball looking like he's about to pick it up. I fire off a tube as fast as I can, warning him, but I'm too late. Thankfully, he doesn't hold it for too long. Ah! Oh my word! But, but something is different about him now. He seems determined. I guess I'm not convincing enough. I consider telling him who I am. That might help. But I don't want to. Um, not yet. I don't want anyone to know where I am. Not even him. I need my time in the desert to last a little longer. And then it hits me. The tubes. Use the tubes. I may not be able to reach Louisa directly, but there are tubes connected all over the city with security cameras set up to monitor them. I can send instructions and hope they reach Louisa. Warn her about Phil. It's a long shot, but eh, why not try? And then, after, maybe I can find other people to help through the tubes. Guide others from afar like Leon guided me. I turn on all of Oliver's TV monitors. There's news coverage on one about the red line election. Apparently, one of the candidates quit. Gemma's wife. <sighs> Looks like it's going to be a close race. All of the other monitors show the other ends of all these pneumatic tubes. There's a lot of them. It's time to send some notes out into the world. Spread the word about Phil, about We Seeing Entertainment, about the Star Trek convention, and somehow I need to send them without tipping Phil off. In case he gets the tube. Hmm. I've got an idea. With each tube I send, I feel better and better. My hangover finally fades. I feel less groggy. I feel more like, well, like myself. Yeah, like, like myself. I feel more like myself. While the Bespin campaign tries to shore up votes in zones and districts outside of her normal comfort zone, the Powell campaign has staged an ambitious all-stations approach, holding speeches, rallies, and press conferences from LF to Braintree and Ashmont. And I'm here at South Station, talking with the abdicating Mayor Lindsay Coolidge to gauge her take on the election. Mayor Lindsay Coolidge, what do you think of the turnout so far? I'm disappointed. Redline citizens turned out in record numbers with the creation of our city. I'd always hope they turn out in record numbers to participate in our growth and development. This does not reflect who we are. Do you think the low turnout has anything to do with your withdrawal from the race? 
I certainly hope not, as there's a far better candidate running, and I'd encourage anyone who may have been discouraged by my decision to quit the race to search their true motivations concerning why they're not voting for Isabel Powell. She deserves their vote. I know she's going to represent every citizen of Redline to the best of her ability. What do you think of Paul Montgomery Chelmsworth returning and giving his endorsement to Isabel? He, he did? You weren't aware that the mayor, sorry, the professor had returned? I was, but he really endorsed Isabel? Yes, in an on-the-street interview I conducted with him this morning. Oh, no. Ah! Live breaking news. I'm witnessing live and have confirmed reports of a series of pneumatic tubes being fired all over the greater Boston area. Is this another attack from the lottery? Some sort of voter intimidation? My producer tells me the authorities are coming to inspect the tubes in case they contain harmful chemicals or some sort of explosive device. It's just a letter. You can see right through it. Yes, but that letter could be laced with dangerous chemicals. Some sort of poisonous white powder could be just waiting. What are you doing? I've had enough panic lately. No need to add more. I... I, I can't read it. It's in another language. Do not try, Miss Mayor. I implore you. Your mispronunciations of the cryptid text could summon demons from another dimension, perhaps even the mighty Cthulhu himself. Are ratings down or something? What's with you? I'm a newsman. When I see news, I react to the news. Well, report this. It's a letter in a language I've never seen before. Oh, that's Klingon. Kling what? Klingon, from Star Trek. It still doesn't make any sense to me, though. What little I can read doesn't seem like anything meaningful, mostly just a bunch of numbers. You know the number system from a fake science fiction show. Excuse me. Star Trek is more than a show. Yeah, excuse me for interrupting your nerd news, but where's the party planner at? Uh, we're in the middle of a live interview here. Oh, well, pardon me for living. But we're in the middle of public transit here. People's homes. And you expect people to just move out and give you all the space in the world, huh? Just so you can report that same star wagon bullshit, excuse me, BS that, that you've reported before. I'd love to see you do better. Not interested in peddling lies, little boy. Now, I hear there's some guy planning the victory slash concession party. I need to talk to him. City event planner? Uh, Tyrell somebody or other. Uh, is he around here or not? He's over there. Thanks a trillion, your honor. Good job mayoring back when you used to mayor. Hey, Tyrell. Nice digs. I always took you for a Kendall Square kind of guy. Wanda? What are you doing here? Yeah, so some crazy-ass postman with... A bunch of owls, who wasn't really a postman, gave me this letter from a dead man earlier today. From this guy, uh, Leon, addressed to his brother Dimitri and sister Nika. It mentions Michael, too. What? Yeah, crazy, right? Anyway, I don't know who or where any of these people are, but I mean, Michael's body's probably picked clean by rats and rattling around in the bottom of some trash can by now. Am I right? But I figured maybe you kept some of the employee files, since you was in HR, and knew an address for somebody here. Hell, I don't know. Why would I keep the employment files? That would be a gigantic violation of trust. I don't know. Thought maybe you could have been a weirdo or something. <laughs> don't go getting your donuts dunked about it or nothing. You work with people, personnel, right? Figured you'd be the best place to bring it. Did you 
Did you say it was addressed to Nika? Yeah, and some Dimitri. And it's from somebody named Leon? The dead guy, yeah. What you think? You want it? If not, I'm just gonna drop kick it into traffic or something. Yeah, I'll take it. I know Nika. I'll deliver it to her. Fantastic. Have a great life. Wanda? Yes? Have you continued to be compensated from Third Sight? Uh, no, no, no. No, no, not at all. Why are you asking? Well, I quit suddenly and my paychecks terminated two weeks after that. And yet, about a month ago, I started receiving regular paychecks again. And I've tried to contact Third Sight about it, but of course no one's there. Uh Uh-huh. I figured it was like unemployment or some shit. That's not how it works. And even if it was, I shouldn't be receiving anything since I quit. Don't look some gifted cash in the presidential fucking faces, Tyrell. Come on. Who fucking cares? Yeah, you're right. Thanks for bringing this. Take care of yourself. Hmm, sure. Good luck, buddy. Gotta go vote. Who are you talking to again? The beekeeper. The the singing telegram man. The guy who bombed tea into Louise's face? He didn't know that was going to happen. He was just a patsy. He says he has a lead for us. Well, hurry the hell up. People are freaking out about these Klingon bombs. What's the big deal? Gemma, I know you're inundated with these things for two decades, but regular citizens never see this shit anymore. Not even at their banks. And I'm worried about what this could mean. You said your old boss used to send these, right? And that was the publisher? Do you think this signals some kind of power grab? I don't know what it means, and I don't think any of us will know until we can decipher what it says. We need a Star Trek super nerd. Um, I think I might know one. Great! She's a little busy at the moment, though, and she's not my biggest fan in general. Isabel? Mm, Well... If you're that worried about the tubes, set the phasers to suck it up. (laughs) Otherwise, try Google. I'm sure they've got Klingon to English translators. Thanks for the pep talk, Captain. Mm -hmm. Captain? I can get used to that. I gotta go. What this guy has to tell us could be somewhat related to these tubes. I'll call you back with more info. Full sails ahead. Sorry about that. Coincidentally, there's a whole bunch of tubes popping off all over the city. Someone sending a weird message written in Klingon. Is that related to the message you contacted us about? Well, aside from the fashion in which it was delivered, I don't believe so. Got your message tube to you, too. <laughs> Say that three times fast. Mm, yeah. And there's only been one other client who requested a song delivery via tube. Whoever hired me to bring you those blasted exploding tea balloons, which, again... I am incredibly sorry about. It's cool. I mean, I, I know who was responsible for that now, and I'm guessing it's the same person who sent your new tube tune. I assume so as well, given that nearly everything about this order matches the last one, including the intended recipient. Me? He was sending me another song. God, what a creepy little creepo. Well, he refrained from arranging for any potentially exploding props this time. Still... Given how the last go-round went, I thought it best to tell you. Uh, 
I have the lyrics right here. They're as dreadful as last time. I prefer to accept messages and then write my own ditties, but I thought nothing of it last time because he paid extra. Shall I read it to you? Or maybe you'd prefer I sing it instead? I, no, 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 you know, that's can a, read it. I think I, it's fine to thank read you. it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Very well. <clears throat> to lovely Louisa, you may be surprised to learn that I miss you and your green eyes. I never did mean to lead you astray, yet I know that your heart was sadly betrayed. This is remarkably worse than I imagined. He... he rhymed astray with betrayed? You dated this guy? Don't remind me. Shall I continue? I... I guess? We can do this. Let's go. Okay. Wish I had a drink right now. Uh, would you ladies care for some wine? Oh, uh, yeah, this no, that's time? great. Yeah. Oh, that's so thoughtful Please. of you. Thank you. Uh, continuing. <clears throat> you search for me still, though not in the way I wish that you would with no bail to pay. So if you can find me, then you can arrest. But before you do that, a quick game of chess. Chess and a rest. Jesus Christ, sure. A square named for crimson, that's where I'll be, sitting outside of a chain bakery. Next Thursday at 7, come alone and no tricks. Play black or play white, ladies first. You can pick. God. I don't know what's worse, his writing or what he's writing about. My sincerest apologies again. No, it's 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 fine. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. Seriously, I really appreciate you reaching out like this. You don't honestly think he's going to show, do you? I don't know what to think. I know he's left more fingerprints than a preschooler on paint day, but is he really so stupid to assume that Mr. Singsong wouldn't turn this over to us? Mm, I suspect he thinks it doesn't really matter. The message has been delivered either way. He's right. Did he give you a delivery address? Yes. If recollection serves me, it's your home address. Uh, okay. His boneheaded clues point directly to all those beat the chess masters outside of Auburn Pan and Harvard Square. But he's clearly not going to be there, right? He's just waiting for us to arrest him, which means we should probably shouldn't even go there. Or if we do, we need to go there in a way he won't expect. We have to pretend like you're going no matter what. What do you mean? We have to prepare like we're going to be there because he might be watching us. You think he's someone on the inside? Maybe. It's not like we don't. Ladies, please, speak freely, but also, if you need privacy, I could just leave. No, don't be silly. This is your apartment. We'll, we'll, we'll go. Thanks again for passing this along, though. We, we really appreciate it. Uh, Louisa, if I could have just one more moment of your time. Uh, okay. Um, alone, if possible. Oh. Uh, Louisa? Yeah, it's it's fine. Cool. I'll be outside. Um, what's up? I, uh, I. Um, <laughs> uh, this sounds really, like, grand in a way that I don't mean it to. Uh, I, I don't mean to add all this extra weight to what I'm trying to say, but, well, but... Fate has pushed me to cross your path twice before, 
And I would be foolish if I let a third opportunity pass before uh, before acting on something that feels obvious to how I feel. Well, that's the grand part. So the not-so-grand part and the part that I wouldn't blame you in the slightest should you refuse is this. Do you want to get dinner sometime? Like, with me? Oh, um, yeah, sure. Oh, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 I, okay, don't do that when we're out together, okay? Uh, I'm sorry, it's the music inside. Sometimes I just can't help it. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be saying that out loud either. But here, here's my number. I'll, I'll be busy as hell, but I could use a break, so just call me next week? Yeah, I, I will. And let me know if this guy fires off any more tubes your way. Uh, of course. Until next week. And good luck with your pursuit. You okay? Yeah. He he just asked me out. Aw, poor guy. I said yes. Ah, poor Louisa? No, what? He's not that bad. As long as he doesn't sing. My last boyfriend was a secret terrorist, and the one before that needed four-week warning to make a date. So you agree, you cishead have incredibly terrible taste. Well, don't go dragging everyone into my bullshit. Huh. What is it? Char sent the message to Isabel, and she didn't decipher it, but she recommended someone who could. That's good news, right? Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. It just looks like a bunch of random letters following a random group of numbers, then more random letters. A lot of them. Some of the numbers might be dates, but the first group is super long and doesn't spell anything. Not even in Klingon. A-H-J-K-C-E-L-D-B-I-G-F. And then the next line is just 1 through 12 in Klingon. What does that mean? Wait, 1 through 12? Yeah. And you said some of them might be dates? Some, but the non-numerical ones don't make any sense. 8, 11, 5, 4, 9, 1, 7, 6, 10, 3, 12, 2! It's a code! He's giving us a code in the first two lines. A should be H, H should be K, J should be E, etc. What? Just send them to me. Do you think this is our boy Michael? I hope so. If only because it means he's okay. And everything about the exit poll suggests a very close race for this special election, with several voters quoted as saying they were unhappy with both candidates. We'll be giving you the latest breaking results on the red line mayoral race shortly, in addition to updates concerning those pesky, possibly dangerous little tubes filled with a strange Klingon message which have been popping up all over the greater Boston area. This is Turn Chuck that noise off already. Reporting of course. From... Well, gentlemen, I will say that your demonstration was impressive. A few bugs to work out, but nothing serious. Save the extermination and settle for a swatter. Eh, what? He just, eh, says things sometimes. I'm really pleased you see the potential of our plan. This, along with the other plans we've discussed for Redline. And you're sure Bespin will go along with those specific plans? (laughs) Oh, yes. She's likely to try to carry them out whether she becomes mayor or not. (laughs) That all sounds so incredibly profitable. We'll do everything on our end to make Redline a premier first-class city to live in. With our influence, its quirky sensibility, and some remodeling? You really think people will come? Mr. Vandermont, we'll have to beat them away with sticks. 
What's that? Is this location secure? Is it one of those blasted contraptions? Ethan shut them all down. I can spy with several spider eyes. What? He will release the cheese-loving mechanical hounds. Ah. Hold the cheese for a moment, thank you. Uh, lift up the interloper for us all to take a look at. Get your mechanical hands off me, you fascist robocop-killing machines! Mr. Poletti, what on earth are you doing here? You threatened my home. You threatened my family. So now I'm here to threaten you. <laughs> Mr. Poletti, I gave you very simple instructions, which you failed to accomplish. The land your precious commune rests on will be sold out from under them. Unless... Unless you tell us what you're doing here. How you found us. And who you were with. Yes, tell us everything, Mr. Poletti. Or else. Please make sure to pat him down and search him. Important signal transmissions from another sphere. What? The race. They're calling the race. Difficult to confirm. That being said, 7 News is confident to call that the projected winner of the Red Line special election for mayor is none other than Emily Bespin, looking to pull a victory with the narrowest margin of votes. Exit polling suggests important factors were the Red Line boycott, enthusiastic response to the Yard Goats announcement from the Bestman camp, and Professor Chelmsworth's late endorsement of Isabel Powell. We'll be going live to the Bestman headquarters momentarily to hear her victory speech, as well as checking in on Powell headquarters to listen to her concession. I suspect the Red Line boycott has had a lot to do with... It's mine. We won. And it's mine. It's all mine! <laughs> What is it now? Oh, looks like they found something. Ah, the crystal ball. Speaking of things that are mine. Welcome home, Mr. Stamatis.
Does Wanda not know Tyrell's last name? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't I think thought, so. I felt that that was realistic. <laughs> Tyrell somebody or other. <laughs> she worked with Tyrell her some years. shit or other. I, mean, I feel oh, like shit. that she's probably yeah. not paying attention. She might have known but just forgot. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. I think I'm getting something. Why are you recording? For science. Did you hear that? We're a little off schedule. Maybe it's the aliens. I'm studying electromagnetic phenomena and anomalies. I don't think losing people is scary. I just don't want to do it anymore. Just together with me. Radio check, who's this? I didn't do it. You never do anything. We should still be secure. Are you safe? The walkies again. Who are you? Comfort. I am not doing it on purpose. You can't bullshit! I am not doing it on purpose! Stop! Stop! Oh god! I don't like this. I don't like this. What the hell was that? I'm not supposed to know that. We're supposed to be innocent. I feel an ending coming. Oracle, a sci-fi anthology podcast set in the not-so-distant future. Season 2, Transmission, available in bi-monthly episode releases starting July 1st, 2023. Or listen now to Season 1, Iris, wherever you get your podcasts.